0: Merry Christmas and welcome to Discovering the Jewish Jesus. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and today Rabbi Schneider presents a special Christmas message that was recorded in Israel titled, God is here. Christmas is the time to celebrate the birth of the Messiah because Jesus' coming was the greatest gift to all mankind. So it's only fitting to celebrate God's son, our King. And today on the program, Rabbi Schneider is turning to the book of Micah to share some information about Jesus' birth and how messianic prophecy was foretold by the prophet Micah. Rabbi Schneider is picking up in chapter five and he sets the stage for today's message near Herod's castle outside of Bethlehem. Now let's get started.
1: I am in Jerusalem and we're gonna be talking today about the birth of Messiah and how when Yeshua was born, it was a fulfillment of ancient messianic prophecy that was given to Micah hundreds of years before. And over behind me is where Herod had a castle And it's really interesting that these locations are close to each other because we read in the scripture that Herod, who built the castle, was also the one that wanted to see Yeshua put to death when he heard that the Messiah had been born. And so, Father God, we look to you today, Abba, and just thank you that here we are 2,000 years after the birth of Christ, literally standing in the same geographical location that it all happened, bringing into view both Herod and Yeshua, and Father, how the story unfolded from there that you incorporated us into your Son, and we're enjoying that life today, Yeshua, that you brought to us, beginning literally in this place. Well, beloved ones, when I think of this season, the first thing that comes to mind to me is not the celebration, quote, of Christmas, because as a Messianic Jew growing up, I didn't really celebrate Christmas. We celebrated Hanukkah. And the truth is, Yeshua wasn't born on December 25th. Everybody knows that. But it's a time that we celebrate his birth. And when we celebrate the birth of Messiah, what we're actually doing is we're celebrating God's gift to you and I. We're celebrating God's love and we're celebrating the fulfillment of ancient messianic prophecy. You see, one of the most important reasons that we should endeavor to understand the Jewish roots of our Christian faith is because it gives it legs, it roots it, and it grounds it. In other words, the first book in the New Testament, Matthew, and the first verse in the book of Matthew, grounds Jesus into fulfilling ancient Messianic prophecy. So as you've heard me say many times before, Matthew opens his gospel by saying, this is the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. So the first thing that Matthew does in presenting Messiah to us and presenting his story to us is he brings us back to the Torah and he shows us how Yeshua is the fulfillment of that which the Hebrew prophets spoke of. And so it was that important in the historical writings to ground Yeshua in the writings of the Hebrew prophets. And so today we're going to begin the broadcast by looking at the ancient prophecy contained in the Hebrew prophet Micah. We're going to the fifth chapter and we're going now to the second verse. And I love this because it's so solid and it's so clear. Micah says this, But as for you, Bethlehem Ephrathah too little to be among the clans of Judah. From you, one will go forth for me to be ruler in Israel. His goings forth are from long ago, from the days of eternity." So there's two things that are clearly spelled out, beloved ones, in this short verse of scripture. Number one, where the Messiah would be born. He'd be born in some little obscure place called Bethlehem that no one would think that anything good could come out of it. That's the first thing that we learn from Micah's prophecy here. Too little to be among the clans of Judah. No one would take any notice of it. Even as was the case as a side note of David, remember when the Lord was going to anoint the king of Israel and the prophet was sent to Jesse's home, David's father. Jesse called his sons, and everybody thought that it would be Jesse's oldest son, the big one, the tall one, but it wasn't any of those. Who was gonna be the next king of Israel? The one that everyone overlooked. David, the little shepherd boy that no one even had considered could be the next king. And so it's the same thing here. Messiah comes into the world from a place that's so little and insignificant that no one logically in the natural would think that the Messiah would come from Bethlehem. But that's what Micah says, that from Bethlehem, this place that was too little to be reckoned as anything, one will go forth for me to be ruler in Israel. And the Lord says here, his goings forth are from long ago from the days of eternity. So we have contained here the gem of revelation that teaches that Messiah will be literally God, that Messiah will be from eternity. Now this may not really strike you as that poignant in this instant, but I wanna give you a little history. During the time of Yeshua and today, Jewish people are not expecting that the Messiah will be God. In fact, Jewish people teach that there's a potential Messiah in every generation. And he'll be revealed if that generation of Jewish people is righteous enough. So the contemporary mindset today of Rabbinic Judaism is not that the Messiah is from eternity. It's not that the Messiah is actually gonna be God clothed in humanity. It's that the Messiah is just a man. Furthermore, today's Rabbinic Judaism does not believe that Messiah will atone for the sins of the world by shedding perfectly innocent blood Rather, they believe that Messiah will lead Jewish people back to Torah observance. So they don't believe Messiah is God in the flesh who sheds his blood for the sins of mankind and who's able to atone for all the sins of humanity because he is God in the flesh, perfectly innocent and blameless. Instead, rabbinic Judaism teaches that Messiah is a man that will lead Jewish people back to Torah observance, which will in turn bring peace on earth for all humanity. It is interesting, however, that within rabbinic Judaism, they see in scripture two portrayals of who the Messiah will be. On the one hand, they see a potential Messiah Ben David, Messiah Ben of David, because we have prophetic writings in the scriptures that the Messiah will come as a ruler and as a king. So this Messiah looks like Messiah Ben David, Messiah the son of David. But then we have another potential picture of the Messiah contained in writings like Isaiah 53, where Messiah comes as a suffering servant. And so what Rabbinic Judaism teaches is that it depends on the generation in which the Messiah is living. If the generation in which Messiah is living is a really righteous generation, then Messiah will be revealed as Messiah Ben David, as a king. But if Messiah is revealed during a time where Israel is not righteous, then he'll come as a suffering Messiah, Messiah, son of Joseph, Messiah Ben Yosef. And so the point is, is that as we understand the birth of Messiah, we don't want to just do it through a cultural Christianized lens that began with the Roman church. We wanna understand Messiah from his original concept. He came as a Jew. Yeshua said in the Gospel of John chapter four, salvation is from the Jews. And at the end of the book of Revelation, Yeshua says, I'm the offspring of David. So I'm helping you to understand what the church calls Christmas, which really did not happen on December 25th because All historians know that that was not the date of his birth. In fact, most theologians think it was more likely that he was birthed during the Feast of Sukkot or the Feast of Tabernacles, although nobody knows for sure. But if we're gonna celebrate the birth of Messiah, which we should, right, because the wise men gave us an example. They celebrated the birth of Messiah. So I think it's a fantastic thing to celebrate the birth of Messiah, but I wanna do it through a Hebraic lens. I wanna do it in such a way that I'm celebrating that God is faithful, that he sent us a Messiah who's actually God in the flesh, according to Micah 5.2, and that he came in the way that the Lord prescribed in the Hebrew prophecies that he'd be born in, beloved, the city behind me called Bethlehem.
0: You're listening to a special Christmas edition of Discovering the Jewish Jesus and Rabbi will be right back. Did you know that you can connect with Rabbi right on your phone? The Rabbi Schneider app is packed with resources, videos, and a daily devotional that are designed to help you start your day. The Rabbi Schneider app is free, bringing you inspiration and encouragement. Simply search for Rabbi Schneider in your phone's app store and download the app today. At the core of everything we do at Discovering the Jewish Jesus is our commitment to declare the whole counsel of God's Word from start to finish. In fact, Rabbi's unique way of connecting the Old and the New Testament has helped people all over the world to understand the Bible with fresh eyes. So join with us in this work of God and give a donation online today at Discovering the Jewish Jesus.
1: What is the reason that the Lord sent the Messiah and when did this plan of God begin? You see, beloved, the Lord sent Messiah because he ordained it. Now listen, even before the creation of the world, the Bible says that in the mind of God, the lamb was slain before the foundation of the world. So in eternity, God had a plan for humanity. So I want us to consider this for a second as we're celebrating the birth of Mashiach, as we're celebrating the birth of the Christ, the anointed one of Yeshua, of Jesus. Why did God send him? Yes, God sent him because he loved us, right? John 3:16. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. But I want you to understand that there's even a greater plan of God in the sending forth of Messiah than forgiveness. God's eternal plan, it starts with forgiveness because we can't have a relationship with God until we are forgiven. And that's why his name is Yeshua. That's why the angel said to Mary and Joseph, you shall call his name Yeshua for he shall save his people from their sins. And did you know that the name Yeshua, which is Yeshua's real name, Jesus is the English version of it, but the Hebrew that the angel spoke is Yeshua, what that means is God saves. Yah, for God, that's an abbreviated form of God's covenant name, Yahweh, from the four Hebrew letters yud heh vav Yah, The psalmist said, I will praise Yah, Yah, God, and Shua, saves. So you shall call his name Yahshua, meaning God saves, because he shall save his people from their sins. And the angel also revealed, we find in Matthew chapter one, we read that we should also refer to him as Emmanuel, meaning God is with us and so we call him Yeshua he saves because he saves us from our sins and Emmanuel Matthew chapter 1 because now through Yeshua and his atonement God has made a way for him beloved ones to be with us And so I want you to think about this as we're gathered together now in the spirit through this broadcast, as our hearts are being lifted to the Lord through the word right now, God is here. And this that I'm proclaiming, it goes beyond simply a message. It goes beyond just our cognitive understanding. God is here. That's what the celebration of the birth of Christ is about. Emmanuel has come. God is here. He's with you wherever you're at right now. Whether you're in your car listening by radio, whether you're in your living room watching on television, he's here, he's with you as you lay in your bed at night. He knows everything about us, he feels for you and I. You see, when God clothed himself in humanity through the birth of Yeshua, what he did, beloved one, is he made himself one with you and I so that he feels our infirmity, he feels our disease, and he feels when we're happy, and he delights in us, and a banner over us is love. God is literally joined to you and I. So that he's holding your hand. So whatever you feel, he feels. Whatever you think touches him. There's no distance right now between you and God because Yeshua is standing in the gap. He's fully man and he's fully God. And as the one that's fully man and fully God, that's what the incarnation is about. When Yeshua was born in Bethlehem approximately 2,000 years ago, what he did is he bridged the gap, fully God and fully man, so he fused man and God together so that now God is one with you. He's walking with you. And he wants us right now to open up our hearts to believe this, if only we could fully open up to the reality of how close to us Hashem God is. How He wants us to know that He's one with us. So Father, I'm praying right now for all of us, myself included, that you would continue to open our hearts, that you would continue to expand our ability to open up, to understand and to feel how much you love us, that you're closer to us than our own breath. Father, that you feel everything that we feel, that you're touched by every one of our pains, that every thought that we think you're one with in the sense that you experience with it. Father God, open us up to recognize how safe and loved and embraced we are in you today. Think about this, whatever you think, God's there. He's standing at the door of our heart, desiring that you and I would grow in our trust and in our confidence in His love so that we could expand in His love and more and more let Him in to the deepest corridors of our heart. He wants to share life with us, but it's up to us to open up by faith and allow Him to do that. That's why Yeshua said, I'm standing at the door of your heart and knocking. If you'll open up, we're gonna sup together. We're gonna experience life together. And so beloved, as we celebrate this special season of the birth of Messiah, I hope that I've somehow brought to you an exclamation mark of how close God is to us he wants to take our breath away as we realize the immediacy of his love and as we move forward he wants you and I to open up to take his hand so that as we walk forward in this life's journey we partner with him in a deeper and deeper way on behalf of Yeshua Messiah today I say to you, God loves you and as you look to Him, beloved, know that He will be with you even until your last breath on the planet.
0: You're listening to a special Christmas episode of Discovering the Jewish Jesus. And as Rabbi said, Jesus is standing at the door of your heart because he wants a relationship with you. And so if you or someone in your family doesn't yet know Jesus, but God is stirring in your heart, then we would love for you to visit us online to learn more. When you go to discoveringthejewishjesus.com, you'll see a white heart on our homepage that says, Find Jesus. And this dedicated webpage is a couple of linked videos along with a prayer request form. And when you reach out to us, let us know that you made a decision to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And we'll send you a couple of free gifts as our way of saying welcome to the family of God. The first gift is a book and it's titled, Now What? A Guide for the New Christian. And the second is the Gospel of John. And if you already know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, but you'd like to take your study of God's Word deeper, then take a few moments to explore the resources and study tools that we've made available to you. You'll find great messianic content on our website, and it's designed to help you discover the Jewish history of our Christian faith. And you can even learn more about God's appointed days like the eight-day festival of Hanukkah, which runs parallel to Christmas this year. Hanukkah ends December the 26th at nightfall. So there's still time to let your light shine as you celebrate this wonderful holiday right alongside of Christmas. And now let's turn our attention back to Rabbi because he would like to share a little bit about why partnering with us right now is so important.
1: When we consider the birth of Messiah Yeshua into the earth, I'm reminded of the wise men that came and brought him gifts. And I know that many of you during this time of year just want to show your love and appreciation for your Savior and Messiah and present an offering to Him. If the Holy Spirit is touching you right now and you feel the peace of God to present your offering unto the Lord through discovering the Jewish Jesus, I just want to say thank you. And I want you to know that your offerings are truly being used to spread the gospel and the good news of the kingdom of God all around the globe. Even here, while I'm in Israel, people are coming up to me from around the world and they're receiving God's word through discovering the Jewish Jesus. So once again, beloved, as we come to this time of year, if you feel the heart of the wise men and want to present a special offering to the Lord through discovering the Jewish Jesus, I just say thank you to you. God bless you and the very best to you this coming year.
0: If God is nudging you to give a gift of support to this ministry today with an end of the year offering, then call us at 800-777-7835 or you can sign up to partner with us online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. You can also write to us at P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan 49228. We'd like to thank you for helping us reach the world with the love of Messiah. And now here's Rabbi with a special blessing.
1: In the book of Numbers chapter six, we find a personal blessing from God our Father. This blessing should touch our hearts because it's so personal. Father God wants to intimately bless you. So receive His blessing into your life today with gladness and an open heart. Yavah Yahweh Yahweh banavel kha vi
0: Discovering the Jewish Jesus is a production of Shalom Ministries. And on behalf of our entire staff, we want to wish you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy Hanukkah. So join us again on Monday when Rabbi Schneider begins a study on God's supernatural presence.